We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Parkinson Spiegel Show flashback. First and goal from the 10 for Baltimore. Motion man to the near side, Ricard. Jackson roll out to the right. Jackson throws on the move. It's caught at the five. Ingram goes upstairs, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Baltimore. Jackson to Ingram. LaMarvelous. Five touchdowns on the day through the air for Lamar Jackson. The most important uh, uh, relationship in, on an offensive staff, guys is the offensive coordinator and the offensive line coach. It's the guy who draws the plays and the guy who draws up the blocking schemes. That is the most important relationship. I know they like Coach Morgan. I do too. But there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. And if they would have sat up there and just said, look, man, we like him, but when we hire this guy, it's really his call. I don't like when you sit in there and you say, man, yeah, yeah, Coach Morgan is the offensive line coach. If I'm the offensive coordinator, I say, I don't want that job. It's not the job I want. I want to be in charge of my staff. I want to be in charge of, if I'm the offensive coordinator, Danny and Matt, speak. I want to be in charge of the most important position on my staff. Hear me when I say that. That was great stuff from Olin Krutz about the offensive coordinator search for the Bears having the offensive line coach already attached to the gig. And that was a highlight from the Baltimore Ravens speaks in 2019. Why is 2019 relevant for Greg Roman and the Baltimore Ravens. Greg Roman was not a coach this year in the NFL. He interviewed for the Bears offensive coordinator job. There are two things that mattered significantly from the 2019 Ravens. Number one, they led the NFL in scoring at 33.2 points per game. The other thing, Lamar Jackson won MVP. Mm-hmm. So th- these are these are factors that that matter for Greg Roman. And I've seen quite a few people on the internet say this, so this is not an original thought, but it is one that I agree with, and it's one that I said last week, the first time that you brought up his name to me, for this job. That would strike me as a Justin Fields hire and not a Caleb Williams hire. And why I personally would not want Greg Roman to be the offensive coordinator of the Bears is because he's never had a top 10 passing offense. And that lack of sustainability of it. They had to get rid of him to unlock this version of efficiency from Lamar in the passing game in Baltimore. It would worry me a bit about the style of play and how sustainable that is in the NFL. I understand. Um, I, too, would see it as a Justin Fields-related hire, but that's 
it, but that's limiting, really, when you think about Greg Roman's career and things that he has done um, in the past all over the place. Um, he is very good with mobile quarterbacks and running quarterbacks. But Lamar well, threw, Williams is a mobile quarterback. Exactly, exactly. And a running game is a quarterback's best friend. A good running game can be a young quarterback's best friend, which is what it was for young Lamar Jackson and young Colin, Kaeper, Colin Kaepernick when Greg Roman was there. And Alex Smith, would call up the numbers from the 2011 Niners, would you? When Because he was with, Greg Roman was with Jim Harbaugh at Stanford. And when Harbaugh got the Niners job, he goes with him. That means one very good year with Alex Smith, or at least pretty good year, as memory holds. And again, it's a it's a quarterback who was predominantly running. Well, twenty. But, I mean, yeah, twenty eleven is the year they went thirteen and three. Okay, with Alex Smith. Uh, yeah, he started all sixteen regular season games. Okay, and and how were they as an offense in that year? That's I, Greg Roman's I, first I, year I in the up, NFL. I just went to Alex Smith's football reference page. He com- okay, he completed seventy percent of his passes. Woo! Uh, or no, 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 no. That was 2012. My bad. 61%, okay. much less. Much uh, less. But, but 3,100 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, only five interceptions. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, so that is a great running game because it's Harbaugh and Greg Roman. And yeah. then Alex Smith feasts on play action and mobile stuff because that's who he is. Lamar was a great running game. And all of a sudden he wins the MVP because he threw, what, 36 touchdowns, right? And yes. Four, and less than 10 picks? I forget yeah, was, what the number was. It was 36 was. and 6. 36 and 6. And he, and he had a 66% completion percentage. So what I'm saying is Greg Roman is a great running game offensive coordinator. And if the quarterback is good enough, he will make use of them and give them opportunities to do some things. So, you know, like I wonder, it, he's been Harbaugh's guy. If Harbaugh gets the Chargers job, is he bringing Greg Roman with him to be Justin Herbert's offensive coordinator? Well, but in so like in that, what, what would you think about that? Because that's a passing guy. But that's but that's kind of what I was saying though. But he would have Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, like which he's you, had before. Which he's had before. Yeah. If you want to hire Greg Roman to be the running game coordinator of the Chicago Bears, <laughs> I am in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like if you if you want to if you want to bring in uh, multiple, if this is going to be like a dream, if this is going to be a dream team staff, like yeah, try- this is great. So you want to run the ball? Get that on record. Yes. Danny, Danny's willing to run it at least I don't one know. time. Yes. that's the backdrop here, Tanny, Is that he's not like if I Greg am. Roman came in and they had the top two or three running game in the NFL, and the quarterback, whether it's young Caleb or developing Justin, threw for three thousand yards and eighteen touchdowns and only turned it over six times, and they went. You know, they went 11 and, and 6. Are you okay with that year, or would you want more passing yards? Yeah, that's not that sustainable. <laughs> Pretty low ceiling. My uh, God. All right, well, hold on a second. Des Bryant is on Twitter saying any team that hires Greg Roman, they should all, all the receivers should ask for a trade. Okay. That's what Des Bryant said today. Here's, uh, what, it, here's what Mike Vick said about Greg Roman on this show two years ago. I can only think about what that would have been like, being able to play in that system and – you know, be able to, to run the football as much as Lamar has been able to run the ball. I mean, at some points, in, it looked exhausting to me, <laughs> um, but it, it does look fun because I know you can get in the – I tell Coach all the time, you, you can get in the running rhythm as well. And being able to, to throw it and, and pass it like that, you know, that's the quarterback's dream, especially a guy like myself or, and Lamar. Um, but it, it also it, – it can take a toll on you. got to be conditioned for that. 
And I do think Lamar takes pride in his condition and he can handle it. But, you know, in its totality, it can wear you down. Um, I think, and I just, I think it's important that Lamar stays fresh down the stretch and, and you know, he don't exhaust himself too much. Um, but, you know, at this point in time, you got to do what you got to do and, and do what works. So that's Mike Vick saying it's fun, it's productive, but it's a shooting star. It, it, it'll fizzle out very quickly. It's not sustainable. It, it's not the type. So for a little bit, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. But if the goal that I was looking for in firing Eberflus and hiring a Ben Johnson type was continuity, a system, a passing game maximizer guy who schemes dudes open, right? I get it. Jordan Love, he's throwing to these guys who are wide open. Looks kind of fun. Right, Jared Goff is often throwing to guys who are wide open. Looks kind of fun. That, to me, is a quarterback's best friend. When you've got Amon Ross St. Brown 15 yards over the middle of the field with no one within 20 feet of him. That, that's the type of offensive coaching that I'm interested in. I understand. I understand. Um, first, a quick disclaimer. I loved Greg Roman's offense in San Francisco so much. I used to say his name a lot when I was working with Mac because Mac didn't like to think about, you know, out of, out of town coordinators like we were whatever. Like I was like, you know, it's Greg Roman and the design he's having with Frank Gore in that offense. He's like, whatever, whatever, nerd boy. I yeah. think that's who I was at the time. Nerd but anyway, boy. yeah, you know, I mean, now now it's you, you know, it's like we all. <laughs> I got it. I was just little buddy. I was just little his little buddy. <laughs> Did he ever hit you with a captain's hat? Did that ever happen? Even once? No. Okay. No. Um, but here's, I want you I, to meet my uh, my little buddy, Danny Parkins. <laughs> to Jim McMahon, by the way. Hi, Jim. Uh, hi, Jim. Hi, Jim. Jim Jimmy, oh, I just got one question here. Chris Emma, Danny Parkins, 670 score. <laughs> yeah. Not a great moment. Not a great moment. I was really excited to have him on. Got cut down real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Yin and yang. Right oh, that's right, amazing. Right there. So thank you for saying yin and yang. But here's the thing about Greg Roman, though. Foe. He would. He he does meet a couple basic criteria for the Bears offensive coordinator job, in my opinion. He's run an offense before and can totally handle the whole thing, and Matt Eberflus doesn't have to worry about it. That matters for this particular job at this particular moment. I don't want like I want Eberflus to be involved and I want him to bring whatever he can to it. But I also want him in certain weeks or whatever to be able like, oh yeah. Greg's got that under control. Very good. Uh, so that's one thing. And he's called plays as the offensive coordinator. He's called plays a lot of different places. Granted, it's always in his own system and his own scheme. That's, but, uh, I, yeah, it, it, he does. Those, those, those requirements are, are, are basics for me for this gig. I agree. Listen, I, I agree with you clearly about the play calling thing. I don't love the rigidity of the system and the lack of success passing the football he is uh, he is pretty low on my list for this job and I am frankly surprised that they interviewed him to be honest now unless like I said I think there's a chance that coaching Caleb is so attractive that they are trying to do what Carolina tried to do last year and they failed miserably at it but they hired what at the time was talked about as an off uh, as, as an all-star staff they're like we got Frank Reich, and we got the defensive coordinator from the Broncos, mm-hmm. and we got Josh McCown. And you know what I mean? Like they, they had a bunch of names all over the staff who had never really worked together, but they just came out and hired all these dudes with all these incredible things, and then they paid them a whole bunch of money because David Tepper had a whole bunch of money to pay. 
and it obviously blew up spectacularly in their face. But yeah. I wonder I wonder if like like when I saw that uh when I heard and then uh shared on Twitter the day of Cubs convention that they were interviewing uh Greg Olson, the quarterback's coach in Seattle. Uh-huh. I was like, "Well, that's interesting because he's been an offensive coordinator and he's worked for damn near a third of the league before yes. as a quarterback coach, as an OC and all of that stuff. He's 60 years old, but I wonder if him like I have no idea about him and Shane Waldron, but I wonder if they're a package deal. Like, I think it's in play that the Bears are going to hire multiple of these people because the list is already a little bigger than I thought it was going to be. Well, it's interesting to think about. So Greg Olson has been, um, as you say, worked for nine different teams in the NFL, this Greg Olson. Not the pitcher from the Atlanta Braves. Boy, he was good, wasn't he, Tanny? Not the uh, tight end. Boy, he's good. Wasn't he, Danny? Um, I'll come up with another Greg Olson I can ask Shane about. But right now we're at three. This Greg Olson, nine different NFL teams, including the Bears. Yes. I forgot he was here in 2003. Quarterback coach under Dick Duran for the rookie Rex Grossman and Cordell Stewart in 2003. Who could forget? How about this? Offensive coordinator under head coach Mike Martz. With the Mark Bolger Rams in the post-Kurt Warner period. Whoa, 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 whoa. Exactly. Uh, quarterback coach for McVay. Offensive coordinator for Gruden with the Raiders. Back to McVay. So West Coast, uh, Martian. Um, Problem ver- is there, like what you're talking about, though, right? Yeah. Shane Waldron called plays in Seattle. Gruden, McVay. These yeah. Guys, these guys call plays. Yes. Well, he, so, but he must have called places, called plays someplace he didn't call it under mike martz and he didn't call it under gruden and he didn't uh, do it under mcveigh and he didn't do it under waldron well what if i told you he was the offensive offensive coordinator and play caller for john kitna at central washington uh, you know does that do anything for you i, I mean listen the guy's it's, 60 years old it, what if i told you he also coached wrestling while he was at central washington does that do anything for you it come it, on it does not i this is yeah qualified experienced I would be floored if he's the offensive coordinator but I could see him come in and be on the staff I'll tell you what he was the quarterback coach multiple times and then was bumped up to OC when that offensive coordinator got a head coaching job another place he's been that guy the king of the interim exactly so if you bring him in here with somebody then then I understand that thought so yeah so I that one to me also not terribly exciting I don't know a lot about Liam Cohen. I don't know a lot about him. Um, I'll tell you. I mean, you I, listen, know. I, I know. I know what I've read today. Okay. Uh, but you know, I, I know Kentucky. I know McVeigh. I know yeah. he's you know uh, a, a young up and comer. He's thirty seven, thirty eight yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so he went from Kentucky went went from the Rams to Kentucky, back to the Rams, back to Kentucky over the last five years. Uh, and really no system experience and in terms of anybody, anything that we recognize other than McVeigh. Because before then, he was at University of Maine. He was at UMass. He was at Brown. So, and he hasn't been um, the predominant play caller. His lone year as the offensive coordinator under McVeigh was 2022. That's the worst Rams offensive year of the last five seasons. That's the Super Bowl hangover Rams who sucked. Mm. Uh, that's when he was the offensive coordinator. He, to me, he's not a guy who brings multiple different things. He doesn't do a lot for me, Liam Cohen. Okay. Um, and so now we're back to Shane Waldron, who you know that I really like. 
to me, he checks. To me, he is clearly the best name that they've interviewed. Clearly, huh? Well, have they have they have they interviewed Frank Reich? We don't know. No, that 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 one has not been reported. That no. they, that they I, of of the names that we know they have interviewed or are scheduled to interview: Shane Waldron, Clint Kubiak, Liam Cohen, Greg Olson, and Greg Roman. Okay, I think Shane Waldron is would be my clear number one of those five names. All right, before we get to your guy Waldron in in detail, Clint Kubiak, 49ers passing game coordinator uh, at age 35 under um, Shanahan, was with Kirk Cousins for three years in Minnesota under Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer, the defensive head coach, allowed Clint Kubiak to be the offensive coordinator. And in 2021, he was the offensive coordinator for a big year, ran the offense, called all the plays for a defensive head coach. So I think Clint Kubiak is a is a better candidate than the, perhaps has gotten some lip service in some of the conversations. Um, and, you know, it, it was... Not a play it, caller, though. Uh, but he was a play caller in Minnesota as the offensive coordinator while Mike Zimmer was the defensive head coach. Right. So, so that, that's why so I brought not, that not up. Not under Shanahan, right? Not under Shanahan, but he has called plays before, has run the offense in its entirety before. So that get, that gives him a little more um, qualifications. Um, but your guy Shane Waldron for the last what three years or two years in Seattle has been the offensive coordinator for a defensive-minded coach in Pete Carroll and run the room and called all the plays. So those are some basics off the bat that he's got going for him. And. Long-time guy under McVeigh, not just a year and a stopover and an apprenticeship, right? right. He was there for uh, like half a decade, mm-hmm. and he was there with Belichick. Only in 2008 and 2009 as an I, offensive quality control and tight ends guy. I agree. I'm just saying, but he – in the room, you know what I mean? Like in, yeah. in the coaches' meetings, on the sidelines. Yes. And, uh, and under, cause, because, again, this is just how I would be thinking about it. There's a world where, like, I know it didn't work, and I know I get mocked for it, and that's that's fine, I can take it, but there's a world where firing Eberflus to promote Getze would have made a lot of sense, and everybody would have been on board with it if the offense would have exploded and Justin Fields would have broken out. You know, so I, I am interested in hiring this guy to pair him with the next quarterback mm-hmm. and being open to the possibility hey, uh, Bobby Slowick, you're getting interviews in five places. We'll just make you our coach. Like, I know they're not going to do that in Houston because D'Amico Ryans might win coach of the year and he's also beloved. But in a world next year where if, if that exact thing happens, <laughs> I do, wh- wh- why wouldn't that be uh, a possibility if Matt Eberflus <laughs> continues to not be impressive publicly and the defense is inconsistent and all of that. Why not? So Danny's not just scouting the next head coach. He's no. the next offensive coordinator. You're scouting the Eberflus replacement because you're because yeah. you would love to see him gone. And How I think you want to. I think you want to bring back your Getsy take and try to recontextualize it and explain the logic to people. I just That's did. <laughs> That's what I just did 45 seconds ago. I know. The logic theoretically. Sti- I mean, hold on a second. I was mostly listening. I really was. All right. Now, like, in Detroit, <laughs> in Detroit, they obviously yeah. will not fire Dan, Cam- Dan Campbell no. to keep Ben Johnson because the whole That's thing's That's the go- problem. Anytime the offense is appetizing enough that you've got to take the guy, the team's probably doing well enough that you're not going to fire the head coach. I, so this is uh, – when, when has this happened? 
I don't know, but it should. <laughs> it should. I'm going to need one example. I'm going to that's all I'm asking for. And maybe there's multiple out there and I just don't know. I mean, think they, about it. They fire the defensive head they coach. They fire so, you know, the head coach and promote the OC. We can't afford to lose blank, so let's fire the coach and keep him cuz you keep talking about it like it's some possibility. It is. I don't think I don't think it's ever gotten out of the take phase in terms of like actual This is Narpian. This is actually when Narpian came up. This is the the that's origin right. of Narpian. I, but hold on, it still may, it still uh-huh. makes sense. Well, that's, that doesn't mean it. It could happen in the world where people actually hit each other and do stuff and and, and fight for each other. You know, on a football field. Well, if, sir. I, if I say it convincingly enough, I hate that dude. That's a Narpian take. Just so you know, Narpian. Yes, yeah, non-athletic regular person. Okay. All-timer. Okay. All-timer. I, All right. I wonder, I'm, I'm wondering how many of Craig Carton's takes were called Narpian by Boomer or if it was just a Geo thing. I think, I it, I think it's got it's to be both. But, by the way, both Carton and Geo, tremendous radio personalities. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm fine to be compared to those Narps. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah, Lovey. There you go. Lovey in Tampa. When they, they, pronou- fired, they fired Lovey to keep Dirk Cutter? Yeah. There you go. Okay, how'd that work out? Didn't for work everybody? out great. Didn't work great. Didn't work great. There you go. Well, there we go. All right, Lovey. Danny. Lovey. All, all conversational roads, baby. The Bears have the number one pick because of yeah. Lovey. Okay. He was the last good Bears coach who could beat the Packers uh-huh. of any degree of uh, regularity, and he's proving that there's precedent for my takes. Okay, well, let's see. Okay, but, but just precedent. All right, you win. You have precedent. It worked out terribly for all concerned. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Your idea has happened once, and it was awful. All right. Good job. That's great. That's a win. That's that, a win. That, that, uh, I, I, oh, I know it's a win. <laughs> I know oh, it's a win. God. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find some others. We'll, oh, Jason Garrett in Dallas. Good point. Good point. Also didn't go so well, yeah. but it did happen. <laughs> it, okay. This is how I win. Yes, it did happen. Okay. It did happen. I think um, I think hearing morning Wani always, always is instructive uh, on this stuff. Like, okay. I... I miss Afternoon Wani. We're not going to have him anytime soon in the studio for a live cocktail and a live beverage. It's very sad. But, but we'll still have Afternoon Wani. But they had Morning Wani this morning, and he was, he was good about this stuff. All right. We can hear that on the other side. There's some stuff out of Atlanta that's relevant as well. Still gets us some Cody Bellinger stuff. And, uh, you know, we can open up the phone lines as well at 312-644-6767. Uh, Weird time to be a Bears fan seeing Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh get interviewed all these places, and these are the names you're going through. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.